Hi, everybody. Welcome to Living Well with Abigail Steinharder, Torah wisdom to open your heart and deepen your understanding of life. In today's episode, we're going to speak about love and compassion. Love is a pleasurable, spacious, expansive feeling of appreciation and connection. And compassion is a caring understanding that makes space for the true experience of another or of oneself. And it's also an expansive sort of a feeling. Hashem, who made us, he knows well that it's not easy to be a soul in a body. Not easy at all. And about him it says, Hashem is merachem al habrios, compassionate on the creations. It says, vehu rachum. We say that a lot in our davening, that he is compassionate. We say, chanun, freely giving, virachum and compassionate, Hashem. In fact, he's known as Rahmana, compassion or the compassionate one. That's one of his names. And as time passes and life gets more interesting and history gets more unimaginable and as mankind goes through craziness and the Jewish nation cycles through new challenges and new versions of old challenges, we're taught that what's happening with Hashem's love for us, is that it is ever increasing. We say in our davening, Ahava Rabba, abundant love, you love us. And in fact, according to Rashi in Bereshis, Rabba does not mean just abundant, but actually constantly increasing. We say every day in our davening that Hashem's love is constantly increasing. Hashem's love for us is constantly in a state of growth, ahava rabba ahavtanu, an ever-increasing love, you have loved us. That is how we describe Hashem to ourselves, for us to understand His love is not just there, but it's always increasing, no matter how life on this earth looks and how people are behaving and how it, one we might imagine or guess or pretend or envision for ourselves about Hashem, actually his love is constantly increasing. And his compassion is is part of his being, if you could say that, because that's even his name is Rachmana. So love and compassion, those are um, worthy uh, points for us to place our focus on. And yet, instead of thinking this way for ourselves, when we find ourselves in challenging situations, our go-to experience may be blame, fear, shame, guilt, or other painful experiences. In fact, shame and guilt kind of get glued on to every time that we experience our own powerlessness our ego, and when I say ego, I mean the part of us that's not our soul, or you could say it's our survival mode, our nervous system, however you want to call it. There's a part of us that goes and glues on some shame and guilt onto every experience of our own f- fear or threat. We experience something frightening and threatening, and instead of going into comforting ourselves, our ego, as a matter of habit, goes and adds shame and guilt as if to say, how did I let that happen to myself? How did I let myself go through something frightening or 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 threatening? And then fear and shame get added in as if the experience, the fear, the fright, and the, and the threat were not enough. We have shame and guilt added to those experiences. 
Because the way it works is that our minds, our cognitive minds are very busy all the time, trying to explain everything in life, trying to sort of get into the saddle and grab the reins of the horse and get on to get into control. But not everything can be grasped by the rational mind. It does have its limits. And when it can't understand things, instead of humbly admitting that, what does the mind do? It throws in some shame and blame to try to bring things into balance. What happens then? I think we can all say that if we scan our own lives and we scan the world, notice that guilt, shame, self-loathing don't really ever lead to motivational results. Rather, what happens with these emotions is people tend to sink and wallow, get stuck in the mud, all in the name of high standards and supposed holiness. If we really want to have genuine holiness in our lives, let's look at the Holy One, Hashem Himself. Let's emulate Him. About Him we say, Tov Hashem Lakol. Hashem is good to all. His compassion is on all His creations. He is pure goodness. And he made the world to pour love into it. His compassion and love are flowing and pouring at all times. Just like Hashem looks at us, let's look at ourselves with loving and compassionate eyes. Even if we're devastatingly disappointed in ourselves for some egregious fault that we find in ourselves, let's learn the language of compassionate, loving, respectful, and understanding talk. What does that sound like? It might sound something like this. We address ourselves by, the, by name and we say, my dear, dear one, dear so-and-so, what's going on? Do you want to tell me about it? I see you've been suffering for quite a while now. Can you tell me about this suffering? And then we really listen to the answer. And all this might need to be done again and again, at every turn, sometimes a few times a day. As long as we're here in physical form, we may need to address ourselves with this compassionate sort of inquiry. Dear one, what's going on? I see you're suffering. Can you tell me about the suffering? Would you like to share with me what it's like? This is a godly way to interact with ourselves, and we'll find that suddenly, or maybe gradually, we're naturally starting to do this with others. They say, I've seen it said, that to heal is to touch with love that which we previously touched with fear. In fact, Rabbi Shema Bar Yochai said already 2,000 years ago, Anan b'chavivusa talia. I, or we, actually, we need to work with love and endearment. That's the way for us to work. That is the way to relationship and the way to Hashem, with chavivos, with endearment and love. While guilt and shame paralyze and wound, love and compassion heal. When we begin to interact with ourselves in this way, saying, you've been suffering, tell me about it. It's like applying a healing balm it's a balm that people would give anything to be able to receive, whether they are conscious of this need and desire or not. And like almost everything, 
This balm, this medication, can only be given by one who has given it to themselves. Being human is kind of messy. It's also godly. The most godly light we can shine is the healing light of love and compassion. Try it. It might seem new and unfamiliar. It's definitely not how we've been conditioned to think and talk. Try it out. Let me know what it does for you. Sending love and thanks for listening.